0: Kate Smith Hour. Good evening, this is Ted Collins saying Merry Christmas and starting another Kate Smith Hour on its way to Americans everywhere. Tied up with holly and red ribbons to be opened under your Christmas tree tonight comes our annual Yuletide show divided into packages as follows. The Aldridge family, comedian Jackie Gleason, Jack Miller and the Boys. Now your hostess, Kate Smith. Hello, everybody. We open our first business package to find a Kate Smith singing when my ship comes in. this musical signature... is written by Clifford Goldsmith with Dick Jones as Henry Aldrich and Jackie Kelk as Homer Brown. Mr. and Mrs. Aldrich are Catherine Ross and House Jameson. You know, at Christmas time, which is above all else a family celebration, what could be more appropriate than to drop in on the Aldriches and their neighbors as they're led around and around the family circle by teenage Henry. The scene opens at Homer Brown's house, and the time is Christmas afternoon. Now listen, Henry. This wristwatch isn't yours. My father just gave it to me for Christmas. But it's exactly like the one my Aunt Harriet gave me, and I can't find it. Look, couldn't I just borrow yours until I get to our Christmas dinner? Oh, no, Henry. (laughs) This is a waterproof, shockproof, dustproof watch, and I'm not going to trust you with it. But, Homer, my Aunt Harriet's having Christmas dinner with us. And they've got her place right on my left, next to where I wear my watch. No. Supposing my folks ask me what time it is. <laughs> All right. Give me a call, and I'll be very glad to tell you what time it is. <laughs> no. Would you be interested in three weeks of my allowance? Well, three weeks? Come on out here in the front hall so we don't bother my father. Boy, thanks, Homer. Boy, if I got a run when I left the house, my mother was just getting the turkey out of the oven. Homer! What is it, Father? What time is it? <laughs> Why, uh... Oh, Mr. Brown, it's exactly five minutes or two. So long, Homer. Homer, could you come here a minute, please? Now, Father. What was it you just gave Henry as he went out the door? Why, I tell you, Father... He's going to give me three weeks of his allowance. I want you to march over to Henry's house and get your watch back, or you'll go without your allowance for three months. Say <laughs> ask Harriet, whether she won't have another piece of turkey. More turkey, Harriet? No, thank you. Where in the world were you able to get turkey? Why, uh... We shot this one, Harriet. It was flying over the house. <laughs> now, Henry, is uh, is that watch I gave you keeping good time? Oh yes, Aunt Harriet. It doesn't lose it. It hasn't lost. It's swell. Who could that be at the door? I'll see who it is. Don't you want me to, Mother? No, thank you, Mary. I'm already on the way. Let me see the watch, Henry. Oh, you
1: want to see it? Here
0: it is, Aunt Harriet. Hello there, Homer Brown. How are you doing, Mrs. Aldrich? Could I speak to Henry a minute? I'm sorry, but Henry's at dinner. Oh, but Gene, Mrs. Aldrich, my father says I have to see him. Homer, Henry will be busy all afternoon entertaining his Aunt Harriet. Oh, but Mrs. Aldrich... Or I'm quite sure anything you have to say can wait until morning. Goodbye, dear, and Merry Christmas. Okay, Mrs. Aldridge. The only thing is... Alice, who is it? Homer Brown, Sam. He never comes over here except when we're eating. Who doesn't, Mother? Homer. Apparently, he has no idea whatever of the time. Oh, Homer? Uh, Homer Brown? What's the matter with him? Nothing. Nothing. I'll clear the table, Mother. Mary, you help get the dinner. I'm sure Henry would be glad to clear the table. Oh, Yes, Mother. Gee, considering all the slow Christmas presents I got the least I can do. Put everything on the big kitchen table. Yes, Mother. Hey, Henry. Hey, Henry. She was... Who's that? It's me. Homer, where are you? I'm here behind the refrigerator. <laughs> Henry, I've got to have my watch. Listen, Homer, you got to get out of here. What, Henry... I... Quiet, Homer. My folks will hear you. Henry? Oh, boy. Yes, Mother? Get out of I've got to go back there. I'm going to wait right here, Henry, till I get my watch. No, woman. Henry. I was just fixing the dishes carefully, father. Here I come. Was there something you wanted? I'll take the rest of the things out there. If you're going to take that long with each trip. Wait, mother. I'll take everything in one load. Now please sit and visit with your aunt Harriet. You know, I think I'll go up and lie down. What's the matter with you? Why? To tell you the truth, father, I think I have a fever. (laughs) <laughs> Henry, what are you doing? I, I'm tired. What do you think I found in the kitchen? Listen, Mother, let me explain. I left the burner on under a brand new pan. You did? Is, is that all? Well, what do you mean, dear, is that all? Mary? Yes, Mother? How many pieces of pie did you cut out there? Five? Well, I could only find four.
1: <laughs>
0: There's one missing. Well, what could that be? Uh, that whistle, you mean? Yes, it sounded as though it was right here in this house. I think it came from the cellar. Uh, from the cellar, Mary? She was once in the cellar that would whistle. <laughs> oh, and and Harriet, will you have some salt on my pie? Well, <laughs> some people like it. Stan, there's a hot water heater hey. down in the basement, all right? Perhaps i better go down and see. You just go, Father, and finish your pie. I don't mind going down, Henry. I'm halfway out to the kitchen already. Well, when you get down there, just turn the glass off. Yes, Father. Hey, Homer. Homer, are you down there in the basement? Yes, and I want my watch. It's so dark down here. Where are you? In the cold bin. Now, listen, Homer, do you want to get me into serious trouble? And do you want me to go up and tell your Aunt Harriet that's my watch you have? Please, I beg of you, with all its basement inside you, don't go up. Henry! Yes, Father? What are you doing down there? Oh, why, uh... I'm sweeping the cellar. What for? Well, it's something I should have done weeks ago, Father. Quick, Homer, my father's coming. Let me up the stairs. I can't go upstairs. You gotta go in here. In where? In this little room where my father has his workbench. But he went. Would... Okay. Henry, don't bother to come down, Father. What's the trouble down there? Are you in there, Homer? Yeah. But Henry, you've still got my watch. Henry, may I ask why you're sweeping the cellar while your Aunt Harriet is taking dinner with us? Oh, wait. Right. I, I guess I just didn't stop the thing, Father. Who snapped the lock on the door to my workroom? Wait, could I have, Father? I've told everyone in this house the key to that lock has been lost and it must not be closed. You mean it can't be opened? Of course it can't until I get a locksmith tomorrow.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who said that? Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
0: Uh, What? Oh, a card, Aunt Harriet? Either you're going to play gin rummy with me, or you're going to stare at the wall, but I want to know which. Yes, Aunt Harriet. I'll draw one. Henry, do you know anything about Homer Brown? Homer? Mr. Brown just phoned again. Homer hasn't been home all afternoon. Is that right? The way this younger generation stays out nowadays. Henry, draw that card. Oh, yes. Is that someone sawing wood? (laughs) Sawing wood, Alice. Well, well, well. Thought I heard a saw. Henry, you haven't discarded Oh, no. Well, well, well. What do you mean? Well, well, well. Keep quiet. I thought I heard that sawing again. It sounded as though it was in the basement. Uh, would anyone like to hear me play the piano? Henry, we would like to figure out where that sawing is coming from. Oh, excuse me. Now then, let's listen. Well... You wait. Who could that be? Sam, you didn't invite anybody over to spend Christmas Day with us, did you? Not that I remember. I'm going down cellar and see what that is. Who is it, Alice? I don't know, dear, and I won't know until I open this door. Hello, Mrs. Aldrich. Homer! Mother, is that Homer? Henry, I want to talk to you in private. Homer, what on earth do you have on your clothes? Oh, that's just a little cold dust and sawdust. And if you don't mind, I'll go into the living room and wait till Henry's through. Who's coming in here? I am. I've always wanted to learn how to play Jim Rummy. Now I can. Now listen, Homer. Well, if you want to learn from me, young man, you're too late. I'm going home. You are, Aunt Harriet? You really have to? Boy, that's swell. I mean... Henry, I won't see your watch. Wait. It's exactly eight minutes after five. Take it off. I want to look at it. Off. Off. Henry, are you taking it off? Henry, how would you like to have me take this watch down to the jurors and have your monogram put on it? I, uh... I... I his monogram, Henry? Yours? Oh, I don't think you'd like that. How do you know he wouldn't? No, Aunt Harriet, gee whiz. Supposing Henry wanted to change his name sometime. To what, for instance? Oh, where did I put my pocketbook? Put in, Harry. I'll look ridiculous. Henry, having your initials put on there won't make you look ridiculous. No, but it will make. Young man, you aren't jealous of Henry, are you? Oh, no. Why should I be jealous? My goodness, that's strange. Well. Oh, what's the matter, Aunt Harry? I put your watch down on this table while I opened my pocketbook, and now it's gone. It is? So long, Henry. I'm going home. Homer, wait a second. You can't go now. Why, Henry? Henry, come back here and help me find your watch. That's the oddest thing I've ever seen. What is, Sam? When I was just down in the basement, I tried the door of my workroom, and the entire board the lock was fastened to came right off in my hand. It didn't, Father? It did. Well, do do you suppose it could have been termite? Henry? Get down here under the table to look for your watch. Yes, Aunt Harriet. Henry Aldridge, I was just up in the bathroom, and what do you oh, think? What, Mary? I found your brand new watch Aunt Harriet gave you up there. What's that? You couldn't have, Mary. I haven't even been up there. But Aunt Harriet is right here. Can you imagine that? Did I leave? I mean, well, of course, maybe. I'm just losing my mind. Mary, may I have that watch? One minute. Yes, Father. Henry, I'm a little embarrassed to have you show Aunt Harriet how careless you are with a delicate, expensive present such as this. Such as a... Catch it, somebody! Sam Muldrich, what did you drop it for? Oh, boy. Well, and look at it. Oh, you don't have to be embarrassed, Father. See, the last watch I got for Christmas only lasted till noon. <laughs> if this clam was gay and lack. We bring you now that favorite of nightclub stage and radio, that star of the successful Broadway musical Follow the Girls, Mr. Jackie Gleason.
1: Thank
0: you. Oh. Thank you, and thank you, Ted. Well, Jack, at this time I would like to do one or two hundred amazing impersonations. <laughs> this is a request by someone who I have to request. My first impression will be that of a scene from Charles Lawton's Mutiny on the Bounty. Christian! Come down here, I said! Did you hear me, Christian? I said, come down! Ah, come on, Christian. Come on. (laughs) My next impersonation will be Charles Boyer in a scene from his last picture. sexy. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm a pig. <laughs> My next will be a scene from Casablanca with Humphrey Gokart and Norma Schmira, <laughs> where Peter Laurie asked for the information. Peter Laurie information for me, Mr. Miller? <laughs> you didn't get any Mr. Miller? You supposed to get any more information. Now, how do you like that, bum? Didn't get the information. <laughs> My next startling impersonation will be that of the man of many sides, the great star Jimmy Durant. Let me hear some music, Mr. Miller. Eat. I did get him. I didn't get him. I didn't get him. What a two. What a mess. Stop the music, Mr. Miller. I'm walking down the street the other day with my 12 kids behind me. A cop comes up to me and he says, you're under arrest. I said, you can't arrest me. I didn't do nothing. He said, you must have did something with that crowd following you. <laughs> a little more music, Mr. Miller. Eat. I get him. I get him. What a mess the music, Mr. Miller. I'm walking down a strange street and I see a guy hit a kid over the head with an umbrella. I says, "What are you using an umbrella for? You should use a bat." He says, "I know it, but he lasts longer with an umbrella." <laughs> a little more music, Mr. Miller. I getting. I ain't I What a musical thing! the music, Mr. Miller. Everybody's talking about the depression. What's a depression? A depression is a dent. What's a dent? A dent is a hole. What's a hole? A hole is nothing. And if you think that I'm going to stand here and talk about nothing, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but what I want to know is, is getting Ted, that's how I got into show business. Well, that's very interesting. But by the way, Jackie, didn't love enter your life at any time? Love, love. Ted, I, I wish you hadn't have mentioned that. <laughs> Jackie, I'm really very sorry if I touched a tender spot. Oh, oh, that's all right. I. <laughs> Would you like to talk about it a little bit, Jackie? Well, I told you about the rest. I might as well tell all. <laughs> a little music, please. <laughs> was in the cocktail lounge of Park Avenue's most fashionable restaurant. There she was, standing in the corner. Her lights were on. Her discs were revolving. I looked at her and she turned green. Purple, yellow, all the colors of the rainbow dashed through her neon veins. She was the most beautiful jukebox I had ever seen. Dynamic Electric Orthophonic Entranced, I walked over Put a nickel in her And she sang the song That was to become Our song Sese me (laughs) mocha It was then That I knew I was in love It was the beginning Of a tragic romance that first blissful week cost me ten years of my life, all my self-respect, and four dollars and eighty cents a nickel. Night after night it was just Juki and I and Bessie May Mucho. Bessie May Mucho. I just couldn't get enough of her Bessie May Mucho. I knew she only loved me for my money. I I knew she'd play me for a while and then cast me aside like an old shoo shoe baby. But I was a lost soul. I couldn't resist her. Embarrassed, I would sneak to the cashier and say, A dollar's worth of nickels, please. My friends were beginning to avoid me. They would look at me strangely and say, here comes Cleese look out, he'll probably want change.
1: <laughs> Whenever I was
0: away from Juki, I'd remember all the lovely things she said to me the night before. Amor, amor. Fese me mucho. Or would you rather be a pig? <laughs> and that tender, that tender mad night when she had the heat hiccups and kept singing. It had to be you. It had to be you. It had to be you. uh... Then, one night I walked in and and there she was with another man. He said he was the repair man. Repair man, huh? (laughs) There he was, standing close to us. A glass in one hand and a can in the other. They were both getting oil. After that, she was never quite the same. At first, all she wanted was nickel. But now, she wanted dimes and quarters, too. We began to have little arguments. She talked back to me. I'd push number three, and she'd play number four. <laughs> I was running out of cash. One night, on my last nickel, I, I asked her to play Fessy Mocho. She lit up and yelled, Get out of here and get me some money, too. <laughs> she was giving me the needle.
1: <laughs>
0: then, one night, it happened. I had noticed that gay, vivacious Juki, was was slipping. Her neons were sagging. She was getting careless about changing her records. And she was slowing down. As I turned to say goodnight, she said, I'll be seeing you. I looked at her, horrified, with my heart pounding. She, she was tilted. I phoned for the doctor. He came immediately. He shook his head and said, We'll have to operate at once. She has four slugs in her body. (laughs) He took her away, saying, Don't worry, my boy. She'll be well and back in no time. The next night, I I went back to the place. Our place. And there was somebody new standing in Juki's corner. A loud, flashy, painted hussy. A bleached blonde with a curly maple top. (laughs) She winked at me with a magic eye, and and guiltily, I slipped her a nickel. (laughs) Oh, I don't know why I did it. I was so ashamed... Juki in the hospital and me playing around with another machine.
1: <laughs>
0: so I went home and I, I waited for Juki's return. But she never came back. She left the hospital and disappeared. I searched for her and couldn't find her. But I heard vague rumors of her decline. From lunchroom to delicatessen. From delicatessen to candy store. And then, then one day I heard she was working in McGillicuddy's saloon.
1: <laughs> she had
0: a new steel arm and a new set of waxes. I rushed down to find her. I walked in and my heart stood still she was lying on the floor. There was a big crowd around her. I pushed them aside and said, give her air! How she had changed. There were circles under her eyes where people had sat down and wet glasses. She had lost all her color on one side and, and she had blown a fuse. There she was. There she was on the barroom floor. I picked her up in my arms. I put a nickel in her. Nothing happened. I put another nickel in. Nothing happened. I shook her. Speak to me, I cried. Speak to me. Her lights had gone out. She was just a, an empty shell. She had no motor to guide her. Uh, I knew. I knew this was the end. I pressed her close to me. Tears were running down my face. The only jukebox in the world that could ever mean anything to me was dying in my arms. Without a nickel. But before she died, I held her close and whispered, Goodbye, Chukie. She smiled tenderly and replied, Goodbye, jerky. holy night, sacred to the memory of a Madonna, and the words that have been inscribed about her. And she brought forth her firstborn son and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And suddenly there was, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, good will toward men. A sacred night, and a song sacred to the memory of that Madonna. Kate Smith sings, Ave Maria. And Merry Christmas, everybody.